Are you finished wasting my time being on your phone, Ben? Oh, am I finished wasting your time? You were sitting here talking to me about blah 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 blah. Well, <laughs> Steven just looks at me. <laughs> was I talking like a Teletubby? Teletubby? Well, yeah. All right. At least so you weren't dressing like one today. Wow. Wow. Says the guy in shorts. Hey, oh, please, mister, I wear shorts every day. <laughs> Except today. Yeah, today um, we're talking about the concept of time, how you utilize it. How you waste it. And other time stuff. Why it's so important. Well, it's the only thing we have that's finite, like you said in the podcast. I did say that. You just stole it. Now they don't have to listen to the rest of the podcast. Sounds good. Now they just got themselves 50 minutes of time back. <laughs> no. Uh, so episode 133, because Boom. we're doing an interview. Boom. Boom. Let's go. Don't sound too enthusiastic about yeah, sure, recording today, we, Ben. We can record. I just said, hey, Ben, are you ready to do this? He goes, eh, sure. I said, yeah, sure. Yeah. Ben's wearing shorts today and I'm wearing pants, which is kind of a role reversal. <laughs> yep. I went to the driving range to try out those new, or new old Did they work? TaylorMades. Yeah, they hit the ball. And dude, when I can get a hold of it, that thing cranks with the graphite shaft. Big, big Ben, slow Wait, swing what, speed. Wait, what clubs have the graphite shaft? The TaylorMade ones. That the I M2s? Have. Yeah. The irons? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't realize they had graphite shafts. Yep. So the whole yeah. thing is... I don't like the graphite shafts. I actually swing too fast for graphite. That's why you have steel, I guess, huh? Yeah. But so. so for me, we'll give them a go and see how they see how they work. We played a game before this, and I want to just recap the results and see if Ben will be honest with you guys. I asked Ben um, what countries made up the UK, and his first answer was... I got a 75% passing Scotland, rate. Wales, England, and France. <laughs> I knew France wasn't right. I just <laughs> threw it in there because I couldn't think of something So else. then he's like, well, I got, like, what, one or two right? And I said, you got three right. And he's like, all right, so... And I said, what's the fourth? And he said... Ireland. Ireland. And I said, which Ireland? And he goes, Southern. And I'm like, that's not a country. It's called the Republic of Ireland, and you're wrong. It's actually Northern Ireland. So the United <laughs> Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland is hey, made up. Hey, let's just acknowledge the fact that I got 75%, which of is a passing grade. Scotland, England, Ireland, and Wales. But it was a nice way for me to point out the ignorance that a lot of Americans have to the rest of the world. Um, well, that's because we're in America. Yeah. I mean, we're, we are. But what, what's the saying? Like, the U.S. sneezes and everybody else catches a cold? That was actually told to me by... Uh, Australian individuals when we were in Italy. When it was when Donald Trump was running for president and they were quite concerned about the presidential election in the United States for some reason, yeah. which I just couldn't figure out. But I guess well, they're highly affected by it. They call the um, they call the leader of the free world the, uh, the president of the United States. And I've never quite understood that. I mean, I guess it's got some semblance of truth. I also at the last presidential election could not believe the level of interest from people in the UK so focused on what Donald Trump was doing oh, yeah. and whether he was going to win versus the shit show that's going on in the UK like <laughs> yeah, have you seen Boris Johnson their house is burning uh, and they're looking at their neighbours ask someone that's in charge of Brexit what Brexit is and how it's working and they can't give you a fucking answer and you're worried about a different country on a different side of an ocean yeah, yeah. Pull your head out your ass and focus on your own home people in the UK. And that includes people from Scotland, by the way. I it's going to be fun to see how many, yeah, what listeners <laughs> say, yeah. say Fucking that. idiots. I'm going to say that. Wow, seriously. you already dropped a like, few naughty words. Leave 
the US alone. It's funny when I have conversations with people from the UK though and they, they project about what's going on here and I'm like, I promise you that's not happening. You can't walk down the street without people with machine guns and I'm like, actually, that doesn't happen, I promise. <laughs> if that was the case, <laughs> I probably wouldn't choose to live here. With machine guns? <laughs> well, they, I mean, people there don't know about guns. The first time I ever saw a gun, Ben, was in the airport at JFK Airport in 2001 when I flew to New oh, York. Oh, well, yeah, that'd be a little bit On vacation. Yeah. So you're like, oh, yeah. that's a gun, like a real gun, like not like yeah, a, the kind that actually not like stuff. a two-two or something that, like in the UK, some farmers have guns for pest control, but it's like hunting's very upper crust sport. It's not like here where it's your working man that goes yeah. and does it. But no, the, the the misunderstanding around guns and gun control and well, everybody has them, and it's like yeah, but that's what the country was founded on and. Yes. Well, not everybody has guns. Well, we've talked yeah. about this before. Yes, it should probably be a little bit harder for some people to get guns here. I don't disagree with that at all. And gun control doesn't mean taking guns away for right-wing people that might stop listening to me now because I said that it should be harder for some people to get guns. Yeah. Um, but no, we're certainly not doing it right, but we're not doing it terribly either. Speaking of alienating people, I just saw that Subaru drive bu- drive by. And it reminded me of a funny story that happened this past weekend. So we had the family in the car. We're driving uh, to Costco, go, go grocery shopping. And I, I'm very, I, you know, I'm a car guy. So there's certain cars I like, certain cars that I don't like. And there was this Subaru riding my butt down the hill. And then a couple minutes later, there's another Subaru driver that's weaving in and out of traffic. And so I was going off on Subaru drivers in the car about how they're just can be some of the most annoying drivers on the street are Subaru drivers. And then we get to the stoplight. The Subaru driver pulls up behind me that was weaving in and out of the traffic. And she's just like, just looking at her and just kind of annoying me. Like looking in the rearview mirror as I see this annoying Subaru person. Did you person. pull off extra slow? And all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> and I was like, oh, what was that? And I see the Subaru driver get out of her car and someone ran into the back of her. Deserved. <laughs> That's what I was like. It's one of those times where you're like, man, I hope a cop would catch you or I mm-hmm. hope, so, you know. And then she's weaving in and out of traffic, comes up to the light. Someone, they didn't like hit her hard, but just like. Just a little love know, tap. Yeah, just a little love tap. And I was just like, oh, that is, you couldn't have timed that better. <laughs> if you I actually have to. started saying to people that, I've had some pretty interesting conversations about Florida now. Yeah. And one of the reasons I give people is I'm just tired of Subarus with coexist stickers. I don't ever <laughs> want to see one again. You know nobody down there is driving a Subaru, right? That's so funny. <laughs> if I never see another Subaru Legacy or Subaru Outback again, or Forester, it'll be too yeah. soon. And they're absolute shit cars as well. Yeah, they were falling apart at like 70,000 miles or well, something. They're, they're, uh, you can bank on... Before 100,000 miles, their head gasket's going to go. Yeah. It's a known problem. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck would you buy people a car? People are saying how great of a car it is. Yeah. Good car. Um, my brother was thinking of getting one. I had to send him all the documentation on that. I'm like, don't buy a Subaru, especially because he was buying used. This is in Scotland. And yeah. I'm like, don't buy it. Unless it's had a head gasket yeah. replacement. I used to love Subaru Impressas, like way back in the day. Like when I was a teenager, I wanted a, an Impressa P1, which was like the top of the line and then I sat in one and to this day they're still plasticky and crap like just inside it's like this is like sitting in a plastic factory it's so cheap feeling <laughs> so okay yeah. so our topic for today is actually time and that was an example of wasting time yeah that sucked seven minutes yeah look at that Give so we're take. seven minutes in good we only got a few more minutes to go we'll just wrap this thing up so time that's how you <laughs> suck it up 
Yeah, this is Ben's topic. So Ben's going to frame this because I'm intrigued to see what direction. I, he goes. I already told you that there was no direction. Yeah, like but when you asked me. So let's let's. You got to try. You got to frame it for our listeners. Well, whole, well, it's a very broad topic today, and that is the idea of time, right? How it's spent, um, ways to get more of it back. I would say, and then some of it came from our weekly commentary that went out on Friday. And my colleagues, John and Dave, shot it. Dave just is like my idol right now. Dave just spent a month on the road with his family in their RV. And, like, did hit up all of the, like, national forests on the West Coast type trip, right? Are you going to run away and live in a van by the river? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be awesome. And then John took his kid down to Orlando, Walt Disney World, yeah, for his 10th birthday. Yeah, he was telling me he was going to do that. Yeah, and so they both kind of took trips and spent some time with family. And, uh, I mean, a month away is just absolutely crazy. I mean, Jake's doing a month, my colleague in Santa Barbara, um, which is going to be really cool. <laughs> Here's our heckler standing behind me now, Ryan the heckler. Oh, he wants me to check the phone. He says... <laughs> he shook God. his head. Uh, I need to find him context. So, so tell speaking me. of time, a one-second Google search debunks that. In fact, Scotland receives more public funding than the revenue they generate, meaning Scotland is not self-sustaining. And, and I told you the, mis- sent, the misconception yeah. there. I'm going to prove it wrong. I will send them actual articles with a breakdown of what comes from Scotland. <laughs> That's a lie, an absolute lie, and it can be debunked. And if he, he relies on the first thing he clicks on on Google, he's getting. Tell him to look lie, that. and he's going to send you proof. <laughs> okay, back so to our so time. Obviously, <laughs> we can be distracted from it yeah, as well. But just for a second, oh God, here we go. This is coming because they're talking to me about England losing, and I'm happy about England losing to Italy. I know yesterday. you are. And they kept referring to England as the UK, and I'm like, England isn't the UK. England's part of the UK. And then they're flipping shit to me about Scotland and independence and all the rest of it. But, yes. So you can all go fuck yourselves, just so you know. <laughs> uh, Stephen is so fun to, like, poke the bear when he I've been laughing all day. Of- like, I think <laughs> I you think you're getting more of a reaction than you are. Like, I've literally been laughing all day going, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we're still framing time. So, time. No, and that's just it. Having a conversation about time, right? And how do you spend your time? in a way that gives you the greatest ROI. So I figured we'd just have a conversation around uh, how we like to spend our time, what we found our ways that um, we do not spend our time anymore, that we used to spend our time. And I think part of that, it goes back to our conversation with Tabitha, uh, keeping, keeping tabs and the idea of starting to say no and saying yes to certain things and no to other things, right? And that way you just live a more enriched life, right? Because I think how you spend your time is really going to dictate how you feel to some degree at least yeah so having a conversation around that and i will start it off with just saying that i think as you get older you start to spend your time differently than you did initially right because i mean the first five years of my career we we know we're a grind right and so you said that same like we were very focused on building growing networking events probably every other night some weeks every night (laughs) And just trying to make something happen, right? So all of your time was dedicated to creating this thing and chasing down a dream. And it's like now stuff, it started to work a little bit and you've realized, oh wait, there's better ways than maybe every night at an event 
uh, how I should spend my time that give me a better outcome. I'm now going to focus on my COIs and my time is going to be a lot of it given back to me because I don't have every night at an event and I'm actually getting better uh, referrals and better clients out of the time, the intentional time that I spend with my COIs than I do going to an event every night, right? So I think sometimes it's about quantifying, oh God, sorry, my watch just hit the mic, quantifying your time and what you're getting out of it from both maybe a monitor standpoint, but also just like, you know, a values-based standpoint and what you enjoy doing, right? It's like a lot of people spend a lot of time golfing. A lot of people spend a lot of time at the lake, you know, because they get value out of it. It brings them joy. So that's where I'm going with it. Okay. Well, you're going in the right direction because it's kind of where I was going Oh, that's well. so kind of you. I'm glad you think um, I'm going in the right direction. No, I mean, I, <laughs> I often say time's our most valuable resource, right? It's yeah. the only finite resource that I have. I can make more money, I can acquire more things, I can, you know, I can't make more time with my family, friends, people I care about, I can't make more time for experiences, there's certain things I'm only going to be able to do while I'm young. Yeah. Um, so, no, it's, it's our most valuable resource, but I, I've got a, a quote here, I don't know where it came from, and it says, time is our most valuable asset and the one that we're most wasteful of. Mm-hmm. And I think to your point, there's a maturity where the older you get, the less time you waste. Yeah. When I think back, and I, I've never really been a. Or, or you waste it on things that are like, g- like good and valuable to you. Yeah, like exactly. Just, like I don't even want to do that. I just I know that I want to sit here and watch a show. Yeah, or I know I want to sit here and watch yeah. the sun go down. Yeah. Like I'm not doing anything productive, but yeah. Some people see that as wasting time. Yeah. Some people see that as highly fulfilling, well, right? Enjoying. Yeah. So there's a subjective nature to it. But where I was going was I get agitated now when I think back. And I've never been a sleep late kind of guy. I mean, I wake up at four now um, on weekends. Even if, if I don't set an alarm, I'm still bing. If, if the sun's out, I'm awake. Um, but even as a youngster, I was fairly early to rise. And when I was growing, I would sleep late. But, I, I mean, my brothers would have stayed in bed until four or five o'clock at night if nobody got them up right um you know on weekends like yeah. they would go to school all week and that, we, we know people like that right where all they do is sleep it's like I, if you don't actually drag them out of bed yeah they'll stay in bed no i get you and i think of the amount of time i've i've wasted in bed as a as a teenager like god i didn't need to sleep that long or why did, why was i sleeping until 10 o'clock which is super late to me like the yeah. thought of sleeping no until 10 that was me too yeah. mind-blowing to me right um but now if I make it to seven, I'm doing well. Isn't that funny? That's so true. Because like if I stay up late, and Laura and I have a 1 a.m., 2 a.m. night, you know, because we're just late dinner at a friend's house, whatever, you're like, oh, crap. i got to sleep until like 9 or 10 to get eight hours of sleep now. Darn it. But you <laughs> like don't you, do it, do you? No, because yeah. you're still up at 7, 7.30, and even when you go to bed at 1 or 2. That's rhythm. Yeah. I mean, it won't let you. But no, there's, I, I think of time wasted certainly i've wasted a lot of my own time but it's also one of the things that now especially the older i get i just do not tolerate like you do not get to waste my time and it's funny you were making fun of me a couple of weeks ago for that calendly link that i have so rather than every efficiency is my goal right and everything except when i'm wasting time when i choose i'm going to waste time like if i'm going to do something fun if i'm going to you know go and play golf i'm never in a hurry when i'm playing golf i'm never in a hurry when I'm at the lake or I'm on the boat or whatever that is. It's like however long it takes, it takes, right? I'm never in a hurry when I'm driving because I give myself plenty of time to get to places. Um, and I schedule my work day so that 
I'm being efficient with my time and I'm getting to where I need to be when I need to be there. But what I'm, I've learned is that there's so many ways to be efficient. One of them being that Calendly link. So I send you a link, there's four different options for meetings. You pick the time that works for you instead of us going back and forward three or four emails, you saying, what about Tuesday afternoon? I have an hour. What about Wednesday afternoon? I only have 20 minutes. You know, it's like, it shows you, you pick it and you're done. So I'm always striving for efficiency in, in, in my work life so that when I'm playing, I have more time to do the things I do want to waste time on, the things that matter to me, so to speak, and the people that matter to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, to my earlier point of like looking at the time that you put towards something and quantifying the ROI that you get out of it, right? The return on investment is ROI mm-hmm. if I'm using terms that people don't yeah. recognize. but. If you can minimize the amount of time you put into your work and maximize your ROI, that gives you more time to go and do the things like the golf boat, hang out, have some fun, like do things that are going to be maybe a little more life-giving, you know, than necessarily just working yeah. 50 hours a week or whatever. And I would say this, ROI has to be more than just getting money back, right? So well, the ROI in that illustration is time. Yeah. Well, even even in your professional life, like your return on investment. So what are you putting time into? Sometimes putting time into things at work is is mentorship because it's fulfilling. It's growing your growing your ability to lead because it's fulfilling. You know, it's well, I'm going to reach out to this person that I know is doing this because I think if they do this it can help them. I'm going to play golf during work time because it's going to open up avenues. It's still fulfilling. You're not necessarily getting money back directly from it, but you're making relationships and making well, pathways that to was, other that was ways me to today. be successful. Yeah. Yeah. Taking off at, you know, 11 o'clock, a little early for the lunch hour to go hit a bucket of balls to try and practice to get better, to enjoy that a little more so that next time when I'm golfing with folks, I don't look as much like a schmuck. Right, too. So it's like, again, just enjoy it a little more. Did you go on your own? Yeah. Yeah. Because if I don't look good when I'm golfing, I don't necessarily enjoy it as well. If I'm shanking balls all over the place, then yeah, that doesn't... You shank a potamus? I knew you were going <laughs> to say something about that. <laughs> you remember uh, that, the E-Trade commercial shank with the babies? Sh- no. The baby literally yells, shut up, you shank a potamus. <laughs> <laughs> E-Trade had some good commercials there Those for a E-Trade while. E-Trade baby ones were great. But no, I... I agree, but th- that's that's going to pay dividends down the line, right? Yeah. Even if it's just now you're more comfortable taking clients to play golf. So, yeah, it is yeah. work-focused, but it's also yeah. you're putting time into something. When that you get you've to be outside, to, breathing some fresh enjoy. air. And you didn't enjoy golf two years ago, and now you actually enjoy well, it. Well, I still don't enjoy it sometimes, depending on how I'm playing. But I think you've, you've looked beyond just the physical act of hitting a little white ball into a gopher hole. <laughs> now it's you realize that there's a mental health aspect to it. You're like, I'm here with three of my buddies or two of my buddies or one of my buddies whatever it is yeah i'm here outside enjoying time with people that i want to spend time with because you're not going to play golf with somebody you don't like right and you know what's the hard part about this sometimes is i I think back to some of the days that have like the most meaning to them and they've been fun and they are uh you you remember them they're days that you remember right they were in some way meaningful are usually the things that were like hard to do that like i could have spent my time just sitting on the couch watching a movie but instead like we took extra time to put into some event 
and that event was so much fun and so great that you remember it like like lauren and i going camping up at priest lake like i had to take the boat out i had to go and get the boat, stupid boat inspected because you're going through the state thing you know they want to do the ecological boat thing and then you got to fill it up and you got to load all the stuff in the boat and you got to go out and find a camp spot and you got to set up the tent and you got to get your cook stove out and you got to like just get everything set up right and but it was freaking fun like when it was all said and done like we hopped around and went to breakfast and lunch and dinner all at different places for the most part so it was kind of bougie camping but <laughs> we slept in a tent but it was a blast but it was it was a lot of work but it's like i remember it because it was fun and it took a heck of a lot more time right than just sitting at home for the weekend like we could have done mm-hmm. i don't know sometimes i think like the best things actually you need to invest a little more time into and sometimes though to your, your earlier comment like if you can be efficient in other areas that frees up time to invest into those things and those experiences that are going to give you a lot back in life exactly so another example of me just conserving time I know I have to walk the dog every day, right? Mm-hmm. That's also coupled up with my headphones being in and learning. So I can take an hour and learn, or I can take an hour and learn and walk the dog. Both tasks have to be done. Why do them separately, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what can we cup? What can we couple up and things like that? So here's here's a a thought. I I'm kind of going back to being young versus being old and the maturity of being more economical with time. I think back to how much time I've spent sat watching TV outside oh, yeah. of live TV and I'm not talking like sporting events I enjoy that's a that's a an occasion for You're me just like right TV sitcom I'm yeah. talking sitcoms movies shit repeats friggin yeah the amount of time as a younger person I spent I remember when you used to get the TV guide and you would come home from school and if you didn't have anything going you planned your night around what was on TV mm-hmm. when I was going to be in my room when I was going to be downstairs watching TV when you friggin lay out your lot and make sure people knew I want to watch this and and now <laughs> I think on it and my TV's like background like it might be on as I'm falling asleep with a timer on but mm. I'm not actually paying attention to it I don't watch very many movies at home on occasion on a weekend if it's yeah. really shitty weather or whatever and I'm you know you're not going to go out but I think back to how much time I've spent looking at a screen watching actors and it absolutely devastates me. I'm like, there's so much. That but at the same time, I'm like, at the time it was it was good. It was a good use of my time. It's what I wanted to do, right? So at the time it was providing fulfillment, but it wasn't giving long-term fulfillment. Well, there's been some great movies. So, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you do get early. I mean, some of the most, like, nicest, most rejuvenated nights are, like, when Lauren and I get a pizza, make a gin drink, Go down, sit in the basement, and watch a movie, right? Yeah. It's like where you just get to veg out for a little bit, too, after a long week. Like, sometimes that's the rejuvenation part, right? Because so, sometimes you need to take time to rest. What's your what's your rest plus stress equals growth? Mm-hmm. Stress plus rest equals growth. Things or you do it in, right? So if you've been stressing yourself all week, right, you work in long hours or, you know, spend a lot of time. Sometimes that rest is, is necessary, right? And taking the time just to stop is good and watch a movie, but... Yeah, I agree. One thing I wanted to say uh, 
was the idea of spontaneity too because i think spontaneity and time is something that's really interesting and we don't allow ourselves to be spontaneous sometimes even when we have the time i think i might have even mentioned this before like another one of my most fun memories is like randomly taking off on a friday afternoon to go to whitefish montana with our friends like we're up there at uh having a beer up on the south hill and it's 8 30 at night and uh, laura and i had the weekend free and they were like well what are you guys gonna do this weekend we're like we, we don't really know like we're just gonna get in the car tomorrow and drive somewhere and they're like you should go to whitefish montana like it is so cool and i'm like is this like a four hour five hour drive for one night like that seems like a lot of driving for one night like i was like if i was gonna do that i'd want to do it like right now like just take off and we're, we're like everybody just kind of stopped we're like wait a second like you guys want to go to whitefish montana (laughs) and we got in the car rolled into whitefish montana at like 1 a.m that night but it was so much freaking fun we didn't know where we were going to stay but we had the time available that weekend so it's like going and doing something spontaneous instead of just sitting around sometimes right just like man what are you up to this weekend you know i got no idea what we're doing you know what you should do get in the car and drive somewhere new like a whole new adventure is it going to take work yeah it's going to take work is it out of your comfort zone most likely but it's freaking fun i've lost track of the amount of times i've done that but usually i end up i just decide on a thursday i'm going to portland on friday to go to shop at nike on saturday yeah (laughs) vegas yeah (laughs) i do it with vegas often i'm just like hey i'm going out of town and I think people often are like, oh, you never mentioned you're going out of town. And I'm like, well, I booked it yesterday. Yeah, like I didn't know. <laughs> but that's just it. I mean, when you when you can, why not? Yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that's the, like make the time count. So let me ask you this. This is kind of a, a shout out to one of my favorite podcasts, Time Suck. What's your biggest time suck? Like what do you do or what do you find yourself getting sucked into that afterwards you're, you, you, you're kind of agitated with yourself? Like, why did I spend so much time doing that? Is there anything? Uh, I mean, no, there's nothing that, I mean, Looking at I, I certainly do time, su- like there's stuff that sucks my time, don't get me wrong. There's nothing, I mean, if there was anything, it'd be TV, you know, like, because sometimes you just sit down, like Laura and I will have this conversation, like you'll sit down and a couple hours will go by and you're like, well, that was an utter waste of an evening. Like I could have been doing something productive, but I go through lulls because like if I'm super productive at work and I'm just dead tired at the end of it. Like I should go clean the garage, or I should go for a walk, or I should go do something, but I don't even care, you know? So it's like, I'm like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to sit here and eat the dinner, because by the time we get the kids down, it's 7 o'clock. By the time we eat dinner, it's 7.30, 7.45. So I eat dinner, and then after that, it's like, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. So then we watch a couple shows. I feel like But that'd I've be el- the one thing. I feel like I've eliminated all of my time sucks. Like... On occasion, I spend too long looking into customers yeah. before I, I reach out to them. It's like just, and I'm not cold calling anymore, so I don't need to do that. It's like you've been, like it's one thing to have a base knowledge of what they are, right? Like, but sometimes it's like, okay, who's this? Who's that? And I'm on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's another time suck for me. Oh really? Like, sometimes I think I'm prospecting, and I realize I've just been on here for an hour, and I, I build in LinkedIn time, by the way, to yeah. my schedule. But then in an hour, I'm like, yeah, I haven't reached out to enough people. I've been reading too much, looking at too much. That person posted an article I read, and then that led me to another article. And so Go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, rabbit hole, time sucks, same thing, right? Yeah. So, no, I was just curious if, if you had anything. That TV would be, and because I enjoy Craigslist, and I enjoy looking at, like, Realtor.com. Like, I mm-hmm. check it every day. 
like Craigslist almost every day. Like mm-hmm. I, that's just my my outlet, right? That's like what I study. A lot of people like will get on, you know, ESPN and look at their ESPN app every day yeah. and see what's going on. What, like yeah. I don't do that. I get on Craigslist or Realtor. That's why I know all that stuff pretty well. Yeah, and there, I mean, it used to be all the things that we do now used to be done in newspapers and magazines, right? Yeah, that was I, how people. I, as a kid, I read the classified section of the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Right, see what open houses were going on. See what like I was a weird kid, and I read the business section. The easiest way for me to get smacked in the head, and not like abuse smack, but is to read the paper before my dad, because he always said I'd make a mess of it. Like oh, pick yeah. up the newspaper, you crumple all the. My newspaper. That's so funny because when we were talking about yeah. getting up, like sleeping in as a kid, like I remember getting up at like eight o'clock, right, mm-hmm. and go upstairs, and, and <laughs> get the paper and like read read the paper. Yeah, I used to always love an old the newspaper. Always an I don't old do soul. it anymore. I mean, I would. I just don't know which newspapers I would want to read and trust and actually use as a news source anymore. It's all, it's all so skewed one way or the other. Our little um, local journal of business I do enjoy. They got because it's you know focused on community. For the see, most my part. problem with the journal of business is they're not printing news; they're printing history. Because if you get their emails, all of the, e- the 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 they do like an email every day. Yeah. And then in like they do, they do their thing. And if you read the Journal of Business, the actual newspaper, it's all the stories that have been in your email for the last two weeks because they do it every other week, right? Mm. Or is it weekly? Like every Friday yeah. or something, every other Friday. Yeah. You know, I think it's... I like the highlights of the businesses, you know, though, and what's going on, like yeah. business highlights and all that type of stuff and s- learning about a new industry, a business that we have locally, what mm-hmm. they're doing, practices that they've implemented you know that might be productive to your own business i used to enjoy reading the inlander until it just went super crazy political it's like yeah, can, you r- can you write a piece that doesn't pillory someone <laughs> like <laughs> please please like you're, you're supposed to be public interest i.e restaurants bars what's going on well they are a public's interest yeah but it's not it's not public interest in that. Not the general. It's public. not just hey, here's what corners are going on. I used to love reading the uh, in that same thing in the Inlander. I would waste time doing that. Um, yeah, waste the, uh, the the cheers, cheers, and oh yeah, um, the back of it, and the I saw you, yeah, you I saw, saw me. you, yeah, yeah. Those those I've, I haven't read it in a long time. But those those were, were always funny. I always wanted. Well, to can see you imagine COVID? Cheers, cheers, and I yeah. saw you on that Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> it was only your name. You didn't have your camera turned on, but your voice. Oh. Yeah. So a couple of things I would touch on with time. Um, How about multitasking, Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the time. A couple of things I would no. touch on as I read my text message would be how slow I talk when I read my text message. I talked about how I strive for efficiency. and Except I get for when you're on vacation. I get I, unless it's leisure time, yeah. Leisure time efficiency. Yeah, not, leisure times, yeah. yeah. Um, but also in leisure time, like don't waste my leisure time either. Like that kind of leads me down to another one that I had written down that I guess I can jump to. But indecisiveness, like mm. I, mm-hmm. I can't stomach that. It's like let's Decide make a decision. Decide how to spend the time and do it. There's three places. Why are we reading Yelp reviews on every one and having a friggin consensus vote instead of just saying okay let's try that one we've never been boom done yeah and then next time we'll go to the second one and then third time we'll go to the third one yeah so indecisiveness drives me bonkers along with inefficiency because indecisiveness is inefficiency well you know what's really interesting about that though 
the more people you have in the group, the more inefficient it becomes, right? You think about having like 10 buddies together and people trying to make, where should we go to dinner and trying to get the consensus instead of, then until finally one guy goes like, no, we're going to Jack and Dan's. Yeah, like, it can be. I'm yeah. usually the guy that does that. That's hey, usually we're going me to Jack too. and Dan's. Yeah, hey. I'm like, not, not. Let's we're going to it. Jack and Dan's tomorrow, just so you know, or we're going to Jack and Dan's in a couple hours. If you want to come, great. If you don't, train's leaving. Yeah. And then there's always a one that, you know, oh, I didn't want to go there. As, especially when there's couples involved, there's always one couple, and it's usually the woman. I'm sorry, that's sexist, but it's true. I don't like Jack and Dan's. Or, uh, they, they have a salad I don't like. I like the salad at fucking Benny Boo's better. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? Benny Boo's? Like, Order something different. <laughs> like, anyway, yeah, that's that. That actually leads in as well, wasting other people's time. Yeah, yeah, this is a big one. That's unacceptable. It's a big one. Like when people send you a calendar link and expect me to freaking click on their damn calendar link, wasting my time. Because <laughs> that's so much more time consuming than you sending me an email saying, "Well, I'm open on Wednesday morning at ten and Tuesday morning at." <laughs> Nine and me going. None of those work. See behind them. I just don't yeah. like the idea of them. Like, no, I get. Oh, you're, you're so saying. big time. You send me a freaking link that I got to click into and find the time. It's not a big time thing. It's an efficiency thing. I had people do that. It's always funny when people do it to me on LinkedIn. Like they're reaching out to get something from me, and they want to talk to me, and then they send me a Calendly link. I don't even respond anymore to those. Like if, if you send me a Calendly link via LinkedIn trying to get me to purchase your product okay. or to like talk to you, it's like yeah, that is the tackiest thing. Like I will not be doing that. You're a total waste of my time. You're not the type of people that I would care to talk to. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't even respond. <laughs> Let me read my last two LinkedIn notification or my last two LinkedIn interactions. Right. So I, I should put context here. In August fifth, twenty twenty, this guy I won't say his name or who he works for reached out to me about leaving my company and starting my own ISO, which is an independent sales organization, still selling credit card processing. It's a cut and paste job. I'm showing this yeah. to Ben, right? Yeah, oh yeah. All I the same crap. Too. There's typos in it. There's, anyway. My response on that day was, don't send me a cut and paste message and expect any kind of positive response. <laughs> right? Yeah. I was pretty brutal. Anyway. Today he Except decided, for that. Today he decided to reach out again. Hi, Stephen. I'm currently looking for candidates for NAB's turnkey ISO program. Generally, the five-year mark or so is when agents look to build their own brand. Have you given any thought to establishing your own brand at ISO? So, same message he yeah. sent me before, a lot shorter. I cut and I, I did a screenshot of my last response. <laughs> this time I said... Look at the last message I sent you. Give up, man. I'm happy where I am. Right? So there's another one. Did he respond? No. Oh. Uh. So he's sending hundreds of these messages. You know he's just trolling on LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. So there's another one. It's a girl. She's local here. Um, Let me see that for a sec. Yeah. Oh, gosh, she looks like she's... Is that like from the picture, the picture from the 90s or something? Like <laughs> yeah, what? you'd think, right? Looks like a glamour shot from yeah, the mall. Sir, yeah, um, seriously. That's a good-looking so picture. June there. 22nd, she sends a message, and it's, Hey, Stephen, your profile has been popping up in my feed lately. I noticed <laughs> we're both connected. Common one. To be honest, I'm quite impressed with your work at Heartland. Looks like you do a great job. So 
so I'd love to invite you to my network. So this was her trying to connect. Did with you me, just right? ask like what work at Heartland so, specifically were you impressed with? <laughs> anyway, I accepted, right? Because I knew where it was going. Yeah. I have fun with this stuff, by the way. But this is a waste of my time, but it's kind of a fun waste of my time. This is your LinkedIn loophole or your LinkedIn yeah. uh, rabbit hole. So then she she sends me a cut and paste as well. Hi, Stephen. Glad to be connected with you here on LinkedIn. I'd like to share something you might be interested in. Our team has launched Octopus CRM Sales and prospecting automation software for LinkedIn that allows you to not only blah, 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 keeps going, right? Just verbal vomit all so over. So that was on business. June 22nd. Uh. June 26th. Hi, Stephen. Did you have a chance to review the LinkedIn automation software I've shared? No response. No interest. July 1st. Hi, Stephen. I've not heard back from you for a while. Please let me know, blah, blah, blah. Then another one. Literally the next day. Hi, Stephen. So then on July 7th, she sends me another one. I responded, I said, you haven't heard back because you're pushing garbage. I'm going to go ahead and remove <laughs> you from my connections. Your method of solicitation is unprofessional, pushy, and just rude. Stop contacting me, please. So I'm intrigued to see if I hear back again. Did you remove her from your contacts? <laughs> no, I yeah. haven't done that yet, but I just, we'll see. We'll Because see. I don't think they read responses unless it's like, yeah, or unless someone clicks I am so excited to be a part look at your CRM I get solicited on LinkedIn well and that's how they I mean I get that it's probably just a numbers game to some degree and maybe every once in a while they do get folks that are interested but gosh there's I may just start responding with links to porn what's that I may just start responding with links to porn Oh, God. Like ASMR porn or something. Just the noises, just like the heavy breathing or people chewing on things. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you can make it just you sitting there chewing gum. But, yeah, I don't like people wasting my time. Um, I, I think I've mentioned to you before there's a certain financial planning firm here re- locally that hires a lot of young people and yeah. gives them a base for a year, sends Internship, them out. Internship, yeah, type thing. And... Uh, they reach out to me all the time, and a couple of them I've met up with. I used to have fun meeting up with them, and basically the very first thing saying, "I don't Speaking buy, of time. I don't buy a whole 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 life, um, whole life policies." By the way, yeah. and just watching them squirm then because that's what they want to sell you because they make the most money on it and what they've been told to sell. Um, I only do term life insurance, and you won't change my mind. Oh uh, shit! The look on their face. But then I'll just continue to have the coffee and maybe mentor them a little bit, which I've done as well. But where I'm going with wasting people's time, being late, yeah. absolutely unacceptable. I'm unless not committing to the meeting. Either. Unless the second you know you're going to be late, mm-hmm. you reach out. I'm five to ten minutes behind. If you need to reschedule, I understand, but I am on my way. I had this happen. Um, and when you do show up late, make sure you're buying for the person. The uh, other than being late. When people show up unprepared, you know what you're meeting for, you know why you're meeting. This drives me crazy in my business, where I lay it out, hey, all I will need from you in our meeting is blah, blah, blah. And you show up and they're like, oh, I forgot you were coming. That's That drives me nuts. Like, you're a business owner? Yeah, you not, not prepared. Um, yeah, lack of preparedness yeah. is a big one. The thing that bugs me with the time is, like, people are like, yeah, well, I'll get back to you with what works for me, right? And then they never really get back to you of the times that you said. And then they, like the day like before. Like the guy we're interviewing tomorrow? Like they get. <laughs> Jeez. I'm joking. God. <laughs> yeah, well, end of our podcast. Thanks for joining. Yeah. 
This will go and live so, after, so it will confuse people. But um, not that you just, now that you just said it, <laughs> God, oh Stephen, um, don't do shit if you don't want called out. You done yet? I just love how uncomfortable you are. I'm just trying to talk. Okay, go. Well, you're just wasting my time. Uh, now I can't freaking remember because you interrupted five times. <laughs> what was I talking about, Stephen? Dang it, anyway. People not getting back and letting you know when they're available. Oh, yeah. Like, they think their time is just so much more valuable that they can't give you a response, right? It's like... And th- there's something about that with the millennial generation, right? Like, hey, we got week and plans. Do you want to? We're, we're, we're going to go out. You want to come out? Like, oh yeah, let me let me get back to you. And then it's like Saturday morning they get back to you. It's like, yeah, nothing else that was better came up. So now I'm going to say yes to your. Offer. And you've changed your plans because you haven't heard back. From yeah, you. and it's like, what did you think I was waiting around to hear yes from you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was waiting by the phone, bated breath. But so many people think that, even people that are our age, and this is something I struggle with with folks our age. You know, like, oh, I'm, I'm, it's the busy comment. Like, I'm really busy. I don't know if I'm going to have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they book it, though, anyways. And then, like, I just got really busy. I had something else come up. I'm going to have to, you're like, it's a half an hour before. Like, like, oh, I just got pulled into this meeting. I'm like, you just got pulled into it. Didn't you, t- why didn't you just tell them you have a meeting at noon and, and reschedule? Like, you don't, I know who you're talking about as you're telling me this because there's a lot of people I'm talking about that that, I, that people do this type of stuff, right? It drives me bonkers. It's just like, well, and I had one buddy, and he ha- has some legitimate stuff, but it was he's we scheduled a, a beer after work, right? And he's like, "Hey, my boss pulled me into a meeting." I'm like, "Okay, fine." We rescheduled again a couple weeks out, and then he called and he, something happened again, so he had to reschedule for this now the third time and I, it was like three weeks out that I could actually meet with him he's like you're three weeks out I'm like yeah because when I like book something I have to keep it like mm-hmm. in my calendar that's what the time is like I can't just all willy nilly be moving stuff around like I think people don't live in their calendars like you and I especially not for work and I tell people if it's not on my calendar it's I've said shared this with you before like sometimes I'm driving and I'm like hey can you send me a calendar invite and people are like wait what and I'm like yeah that's if, if it's during the work day if it's not in the calendar it it's not happening well and that's the I just wonder if like maybe folks like that don't put things in their calendar like they don't put mm-hmm. meetings in their calendars and it's just like a kind of a subjective moving time like it's I'm just like we all committed to meet at this time you know one of the biggest why aren't you here the biggest asshole wastes of time when you call and invite somebody to do something and they respond with a question who else is going oh yeah (laughs) me (laughs) so i've actually on that like you talked about people saying yeah i'll get back to you or whatever i've kind of removed that as an option because now i don't say to people hey would you like to go i just say look i'm doing this if you want to join let me know yeah and sometimes that works but sometimes you actually like need other people like hey i'm gonna go get a table at jack and dan's for the gu game like so what are they gonna do come and like, if you've got a you table at the gu game you'll always have people join <laughs> 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 especially at jack and dan's because those are like freaking gold dust i know <laughs> <laughs> well, you no. save, save me a stool oh wow now you're quick to respond aren't you but yeah but i'm okay doing stuff like that on my own as well like i, I don't mind walking in a bar and sitting and i'm going to meet someone i know or i'm going to make a new friend 
Yeah, and to some degree that's true. So, but uh, and there are certainly times where it's like you got to have a response or like tickets to games or something like that, right? <coughs> or like we do, you know, special events. I'm like, hey, you know, I got or full in a force. I'm on a golf tournament. People are like, hey, can I get back to you next week? It's like, no, I need to fill this thing. You can get back to me now, or you're not in. Like, <laughs> like look at your calendar. Yeah, look call at your, your calendar. wife. Speak to your boss. Whatever. Yeah, it's always funny so. to me. But Stephen. She's more mobile than I thought she would be. I was expecting her to be all friggin' hobbly. Nope. She said she's been good. Good. One of the gals in our office had a little accident, but she's doing good now. Yeah. Um, no, I I am big on not wasting time. I'm big on just knowing that I could live until I'm a week older than I am now, or I could live until I'm 50 years older than I am now, and I don't want to waste any of it. What are you looking at there, Ben, with a grin on your face? Ryan just responded again to the text message. We'll talk about it after the (laughs) podcast. Um, I will get him clarity on what I said. Um, I love that people rely on the first link on Google as well. It's hilarious. Just keep going. I lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was saying. Well, speaking of utilization of time, maybe we should wrap this up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh. So, yeah, I guess to cut a long story short, be cognizant of your time understand if you haven't already had the realization that time's your only finite resource you can't get more of it you can always get more money you can always get more stuff you can always make new friends more friends and you know what i'd even say do a time audit cut one thing out and add one thing new one thing cut one thing out that you can either hire someone else to do shift shift the time to someone else's calendar whatever it is and put something in that's going to give you more joy and be mm-hmm. more productive in your life yeah and sometimes less is more sometimes you find sometimes more fulfillment by yeah. dropping stuff oh 100%. like you feel like you have to keep things. well you might want to cut out a non-productive meeting that you've been doing remove yourself from it and add that time in to go have a coffee whatever yeah. or completing a task that needs to be done that's time sensitive whatever i think that's something that we probably should have touched on that didn't we were about to wrap up i'm sorry um i've often talked about um the greg McKeown book uh why can't i think of the name of it right now um essentialism essentialism the power of saying no the power of saying no to things that you don't have to do how many people in their work life and even in their family life do things that they don't particularly want to do and feel they have to do oh there's a meeting then there's an all sales call it's like do you have to be on the all sales call like what are you going to get out of it specifically and it's a zoom meeting can you put it on mute you're not going to be called out and work on something else or with family oh i have to go to this birthday party for friggin uncle ben and he's a pain in the ass and nobody likes him and it's like well <laughs> don't go hey, that's a little sensitive maybe uncle ben will take the friggin oh i'm not allowed to say uncle ben because that's racist now right the the rice um <laughs> watch it jemima um but yeah maybe it's just like maybe he needs to know that he's a pain in the ass and if you don't go to his party if he's upset that's on him he hasn't made it a pleasurable experience for you in the past so you're not going to go now yeah so yeah. Don't be scared to cut stuff out well, yeah, that cut the doesn't toxicity. fulfill. Yeah, yeah, cut the toxicity. Get rid of it. Yeah, if it doesn't fulfill you, if it doesn't give you life, cut it the fuck out. Cut it the heck out. Oh, you didn't want to swear. <laughs> oh, I meant to tell you this, and this is kind of a time waste, but it's going to add on and it's fun. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who asked me on air, but I'll tell you off air. Yesterday, when I was watching the game, 
an individual asked me, do you think Ben has any political aspirations? Do you think he would ever run for office? And I was like... I can tell you who this probably is. I don't know. And I said you would be a good politician and a terrible politician yeah, because be you're a fence sitter. No, that's... Po- that, oh, good lord. You'll give an opinion, but then you'll do the ultimate. But I also see why you think that. And it's like, no, you don't. You yeah, disagree that's with them wholeheartedly. No, I could see why somebody <laughs> could see that. That doesn't mean that I don't disagree. Yeah, I just, I think you sit on the fence a lot. But. Perspective and your opinion are very different things. Your opinion is not the only perspective. I'm aware. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I, I didn't have a good answer for them. I was like, uh, maybe, but maybe not. And I don't think it's worth subjecting yourself to public scrutiny for what you get out of politics. I will say this. You're one of the few people I know that if a deep dive was done into your personal life, nothing bad's going to be shown up. <laughs> so it's like, well, he's eminently qualified in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? He doesn't, he, Half of our he politicians have not He hasn't murdered anybody, hasn't slept with anybody, so he doesn't need to make anything well, go away. my wife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know what I yeah. mean. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's nothing that you would dig up that could be particularly harming. Yeah. Um... But at the same time, he does say something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also have an opinion. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and I don't really care. Like I get to a point now where you're yeah. like, and I don't really care. Like what but Speaking think. of times and wasting time, being a politician, I think is, is t- just speaking of wasting time. Is ultimately <laughs> that. So yeah. All okay. Right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we appreciate you. If you can like, review, share. Tell someone about it, whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Reach out to us. That'd be kind of cool too. Share it. Yeah. Give someone else some time. All right. Until the next time, be good to yourselves and to each other. Boom.